0: They have blessed me so in this service. Would you bless God for them? Thank you, Brother Gerard. Thank you to our young adult leaders and praise team leaders. Thank you. As we remain standing for the reading of God's holy and sacred word, this is the sixth message in a series that reflects the theme for 2018, which is A Time of Harvest thing that God gave us for 2018 is a time of harvest. In this first series of messages for this year, this is message number six in a time of harvest. One verse, verse 23 of the second chapter of the book of Joel. The book of Joel, the second chapter and the 30, I'm sorry, the 23rd verse. Chapter number 2 and verse 23. We're reading from the New Living Translation. This is a powerful verse. told them this morning, Mother Jackson, the old church, the old church oftentimes quoted this verse. My dad loved this chapter, this verse. I can remember the late Bishop Smallwood E. Williams talking about this one verse, talking about the latter rain and the significance of the rain in the life of believers. Hear what God has to say to us. Rejoice, you people of Jerusalem. Rejoice in the Lord your God. Now listen to this clause, this middle clause. For the rain he sends demonstrates his faithfulness. I want to say that again just to get on the devil's nerve. For the rain he sends demonstrates his faithfulness. Once more, the autumn rain, King James says, the early rain or the former rain will come as well as the rains of spring, the latter rain, the evening rain, the spring rain. The early rain and the latter rain they demonstrate his faithfulness and the church that loves God's word said amen. Look at someone and this is our message for today. The subject of our message today. Just just look at some in in fact I told the church this morning this time just lift our hands to the Lord as opposed to looking at anybody. Just lift those hands <laughs> to the Lord. You know where your help comes from. Amen. Amen. <laughs> particularly for this subject. Amen. We're so glad to see our dear brother Brother Darry, is it? We're so proud of you and what you're doing in Nashville Tennessee and we're praying for Pastor Lawson and his family and the loss of his mother as we lift those hands all across this place lift your voices and say let it rain let Let it it rain One more time before you sit down, just shout to get on the devil's nerve. Let it rain. You may be seated. I believe y'all want to have some church in here. You all love God's word. I just want to ask this question before I get started. Can I take my time and preach this? Just want to make sure we... We've had some extra things we've done in this service, so we're running a little longer than normal. But I need you to help me out and look at somebody and say, don't you dare tip out. Don't you take a nap and don't put your finger up. I know how country folk do things. You're trying to quietly tip up. When you put your finger up, everybody can see. I never did understand that. <laughs> okay. Listen, the words let it rain are perhaps words that anyone who has ever had seed in the ground and waiting on a harvest have at some point, at some time in their lives prayed that prayer. Let it rain. I don't care if you are a professional farmer or an amateur gardener. Someone who's planted grass in your yard or flowers around your house. There have been times in the lives of everyone who has ever planted anything that you've prayed the prayer, Lord, please Let it rain. Am I in the right church? Listen, it has been said that rain is the lifeblood of the human existence and experience. Without rain, my brothers and sisters, life as we know it today on planet earth does not exist. Earth simply becomes one uninhabitable big block of mass without rain. In other words, help me and tell somebody, you need the rain. We all need the rain. Listen, although most of the earth's surface is covered by water, however, it is water- that we can't drink. Ninety-seven percent of the Earth's water is salty seawater that is not drinkable by human beings. Not only is it not drinkable by humans, this water oftentimes and usually is useless to most plants and animals. I told the church this morning, just because something is there doesn't mean you can always use it. Can I preach this? I feel like preaching. Thank you, Brother Mike. <laughs> Listen, the lack of sufficient rain whew, will lead to what is known by climatologists and others as a drought. Somebody just drought, drought. A drought. Dry place dried up place. dry things, will cause most living things to simply dry up and eventually die. Drought will cause it to wither, cause it to fade, it will cause it to dry up, and eventually drought will cause it to die. Old Testament writings of Kings says, and when the brook dried up, tell somebody things dry up. Uh, they dry up, they change. Listen, Perhaps we all have at some point in our lives experienced a drought of some type. Can I preach to some real folk? Now, you haven't always looked like this. You haven't always been as fortunate as you are now. You haven't always had money in your pocket. Am I right about it? It may have been a financial drought in which our money was funny and our change was strange. How many of you have had some financial droughts in your life? It happens. It happens to the best of people. It could have been a health drought where your health changed. Where you went from being healthy to now sickly. You went to being on top and, and vibrant to now just struggling to get out of the bed. Oh help me, holy ghost. Could have been and when 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 you when you were doing well and then things It doesn't take much. I don't care who you are or how healthy you are or how young you are. Your health can radically change. Amen. That's why you don't put confidence in your looks and and in your health. You, You do all you can to maintain it, but ultimately you've got to pray to God, help me, Lord. Thank you. Lord. The old folk used to put it like this, giving honor to God. Thank God for life, health, you got it and strength. Young folk now don't thank God for anything. God just give me everything. But you gotta thank God for your health. If you if you can raise your hand, that's a blessing. And I mean there's breath in your body, that's a blessing. If if you can brush your own hair, that's a blessing. in, 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 in fact, if you are sitting up in here today, then you've been blessed by God. Somebody ought to just give God a hand of praise for health. I'm here to tell you, Job can testify <laughs> that your health can change. Not only that, but some of us have been through personal relationship droughts. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about somebody now. Well, you thought somebody would love you forever. You thought they really meant it when they say they'll love you forever. What they meant is that as long as you got something they want, they will love you. There's some folk who love your stuff more than they love you, and you didn't find it out until your stuff ran out. Help me, Holy Ghost. People will let you down. Folk will flip on you. If you don't believe it, ask Brother Job. what happened to his relationship with Mrs. Job? Oh, she, she was all right. Beacon Felix, when he was the richest man in the land, When he had all the bling bling and they went to all of the social events and everybody was talking about how wealthy and good Job was. But when his stuff ran out and she had to put ornament on those swords and she had to live in a place she hadn't counted on living in. She went to Job and said, do you still find time to hold on to any sense of integrity? Why don't you curse God and die? thank God for Job. Woman, you speak as one who's foolish. You don't know what God has done for me. I know how to serve God in good days and bad days. The Lord give, the Lord take it away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Some of you are fair weather saints and you know how to praise God when when everything goes right. But some of us know how to praise God sick, broke, hurt, and lonely. Come on, somebody. I just wish I had 50 witnesses who's ever given God your best praise on your worst days. Anyone can praise him when the grass is green. But what about in the middle of a drought when you're standing on hard ground? (laughs) I feel like preaching. And then, yes, sometimes we even find ourselves living in the midst of spiritual droughts. The truth of the matter is, I don't care how deep you are, how holy you think you are, all of us have been to the point in our lives when we just didn't feel anything. Come on, I, I don't care if you're a preacher or a deacon, a parking lot attendant, or you're a brand new convert. All of us have been to the point where it seems as if our spiritual life was not where we wanted it to be. It just seems like we were living in a dry place and came to church and you didn't feel like clapping your hands. and Did not feel like opening your mouth and you, Did not feel like praising God and Satan was all in your psyche and he was telling you what you're going through, why you acting like everything is all right And, and he began to impact your spiritual disposition. And you sit in the presence of God, but yet you fail to give him praises. Because we were in a spiritual dry place. And you blamed it on the choir and the preacher and everybody. But the fact of the matter, it was the hellhounds that were on your track. It was the devil that was trying to steal your joy. Am I right about it? We all have been... In what Ezekiel 37 called a valley of dry bones. (laughs) We all have been to a place where God speaks to the prophet Ezekiel. And say this is the whole house of Israel. But I've got news for everybody who have prematurely pronounced your demise. Tell somebody I'm not dead yet. You may be going through something. But son of man, can these bones live? Speak to the bones, Ezekiel. Speak life into them. Something about when you're in a dry place, God won't give up on you. Tell somebody you can still make it. I know it hasn't been easy. I know you may be living in a dry place. Ah, but don't you give up for rain, rain. Somebody say rain. Rain Rain is often used in the Bible to describe God's supernatural provision. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 12 says these words. Say the Lord will send rain at the proper time from his rich treasury in the heavens and will bless all the work. That you do, please encourage somebody and say at the right time, God will turn it around on your behalf. Just because you're in a dry place now doesn't mean that you have to stay in that place. Doesn't mean that God can't deliver you out of this. I just need somebody to know that God's gonna help transform your place and what 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 the enemy meant for evil, God can turn it around for your good. Anybody know that God can give you your joy back, your health back, your wealth back. Somebody ought to pray. You've got 10 seconds to clap your hands and give God an awesome. I feel like preaching. As you take your seat, Look at somebody and say, it won't be like this always. Come on, you got to speak it in advance. Better days are coming. By and by, your latter shall be greater than your former. God is about to do something supernatural. Ah, oh, get ready for the turnaround in your life. Your dry place is about to change. Woo! told you I have to preach this today. Somebody in here devil has tried to convince you you're going to die in the valley but when Ezekiel breathed life on those dry bones the bones came together and there was a noise in the valley. (laughs) If you learn how to give God a shake, rattle and noise in the valley sometimes you got to holler in the valley. Sometimes you gotta with your broke stuff. just gotta say thank you Jesus for the turnaround who am I preaching to listen in this sacred text that is found in the prophetic writings of Joel. Joel raised by God to send a prophetic word to the nation of Israel. Not only about what they were going through, but prophetically about what they would one day experience. Uh, If you remember early on in sermon number three, we preached from this chapter. Subject of that message was from devastation uh, to restoration to transformation. And in that third message, we said to you that the prophet had said to the nation of Israel talked about that great locust plague. And when one group of locusts finished, another came in. The swarming locusts and the chewing locusts and and it just seemed like they never could get a break. I need to preach to somebody. I read something so profound that blessed me in a mighty way. One of the commentary uh, dissertations of the text said that the locust plague happened in the heart of the summer. I'm going somewhere. It was already hot. (laughs) But then the enemy came in and devoured everything. And on top of the locust, there followed the plague with a debilitating, devastating drought. Somebody say a dry time in a dry place locust destroyed everything and the land good God almighty had dried up every indication was that you'll never plant on that ground again. Because because the locusts ate the vegetation, the sun directly heated the land and the land became hard. And because there was no water, you can't plant on hard ground. May I preach this? But God knows how to send restoration. I just want to preach to somebody that's been living in a dry place on hard ground and the devil tried to make you quit, but you've held on to this point because you know the God you serve would one day let it rain. Can I get a witness? Throw those hands up and say, Lord, I need the rain in my life. Can I preach to somebody who's been through hell and high water and you're this close to losing your mind? But the word of God said, if you hold on a little while longer, tell somebody the rain is on his way. Look at the text. Prophetically, Joel speaks to the nation In the midst of their drought, God always sends revelation before his manifestation. And you have to have enough faith to rejoice over nothing but a word from the Lord. Because help me preach this and tell somebody before you see it, you're going to hear it. And if you can't rejoice over what you hear, you'll never see it. Who am I preaching to? Somebody's been sitting under the word for the last several months, and last several years. you got to learn how to rejoice over what you hear before you see it. Can I get a witness? So Look at the text. The Lord raises up the prophet, sends a word. Verses 21 and 22, God promised to restore and replenish. I told the church at eight, these two words, uh, my dear mothers, have been ringing in my spirit for the last two weeks as I've been working on this sermon. God says, restore and replenish. Ooh. I can't seem to get by that restore. Deacon Clarence Smith, and replenish. Who am I talking to? Somebody help me preach this. Look at somebody and say, get ready. God will restore and replenish. Look at what the text says. Verses 21 and 22 all that had been destroyed by the locusts. He says in these verses, he tells them that the pastures will soon be green. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Ghost. You're living in a dry place, but soon God's gonna turn your dry place into a green place. He tells them that the trees will again be filled with fruit. Can I get a witness? Tell your neighbor, neighbor, all I need is that word. I don't have to see it before my soul rejoices. Is there anybody in here that can help me praise God over fruit that's on the way, over blessings that are on? Your trees will again be filled with fruit. Ah, look at what he said. Oh, fig trees and grapevines. This is the part I like. Shall be, I wish they wouldn't have took it down. I want you to see these words. Fig trees and grapevines will be, look at the next two words. I, that's why I didn't want you to take it down. I want to get on the devil's nerve and tell somebody God is about to load you down. Can I get a witness? All I need is a few folks to believe I'm about to be loaded down. Look at somebody and say you are about to to be loaded you are about to be loaded blessings somebody give God a leap of joy and say load me down Lord load me load me Give me more and more. You can do it. Bless my going in. Bless my coming out. Bless my family. Bless my house. You can pay off my mortgage. You can pay student debt. Get ready. Get ready. Before the pastures can turn green, before the figs can bear fruit, before the grapevines can be loaded, help me, priestess, and say, Something has to be done about the drought. I feel like preaching. Before any of this can happen, something has to be done about the drought. The one thing that will end a drought is... Can I preach? Do I have time to preach this? Lean on somebody, say neighbor. The one thing that can end your drought is some Holy Ghost rain. Is some divine rain. Is some heavenly rain. The prophet Zechariah in chapter ten. And verse 1 said, God will send us showers of rain. The New Living Translation, the NIV says thunderstorms of rain. Now in order, in order to cure a drought, you don't need drizzle rain. In order. To cure the drought, you don't need a water hose rain. You can't cut your water hose on and cure the drought. You don't need sprinkling rain. But in order to cure the drought, look at somebody and say, Neighbor, we're going to need a hard rain. Let it rain, Lord. Let it rain day and night. Open the floodgates of heaven. Somebody in here need God to rain on your drought. This is not for everybody, but for anybody who's going through a dry season and you need God to do something supernatural in your life. Throw your hands up. Throw your head back and say, let it rain. I got to tell you, I got to get to the text. got to get to the text. Now he does something only God can do. This is found at least eight different times in the Bible, from James 5 and 7 to Zechariah 10 to Ezekiel. He talks about two kinds of rain. Can I get to the text? Because of the drought, the ground was hard, and you needed some different kinds of rain. Verse 23 says, Rejoice, you people of Jerusalem. Rejoice in the Lord, your God. For the rain he sends demonstrates his faithfulness. Then he says this, and once more, the King James says, He will send the former rain. One translation say, He will send the, the early rain. The New Living Translation say, He will send the Autumn rain. Let me stop right there. Tell you the difference. Because the ground is so hard, there's an early rain that comes. And that rain pounds the ground. He opens the floodgate of heaven. And it rains so hard until the ground's got to soften up. Who am I preaching to? The enemy has been beating on you so long. The enemy thought they destroyed you. But what the devil does not know is that there is an early rain. There is a former rain. There is an autumn rain that's coming in your life. Now the autumn rain occurs before you put the seed in the ground. Because it has to condition the ground You can't put seed in a hard ground So God says you're going through something right now And it's raining in your life It's because I'm softening up where I'm going to plant You don't know it yet But I've got to undo everything the devil has done Somebody help me, praise God I've got to undo everything, the enemy. So here he is. So seven times in the Bible, he talks about the former rain and the latter rain. And the first rain, somebody say the first rain, softens up what the enemy had hardened. God says, I'm going to send some rain in your life. And your children who were once adverse to church, I've got to send some rain in your life. Sometimes you don't like the hard rain because it's not always pleasant. And sometimes it can be downright painful and uncomfortable. And sometimes they may get in trouble, but God's got to soften up their hard heads. God, God's god got to sometimes do some things to get their attention and soften it up so that when the word comes through the seed, the word can take root. And so here he is. I'm sending the first rain. Somebody say the early rain. I'm selling the autumn rain. And now you can put the seed in the ground. Ooh, because I've undone everything that the enemy thought he did to you. I've softened up what the devil thought he hard. Ooh, I've made people that used to didn't like you not speak to you. I've taken the wealth of the unjust and laid it up just for you. And then, here is the good part. After the former rain. After, Sister Sal, after the early rain. After the autumn rain. Then God sends, thank you, Holy Ghost, a second rain. But this rain happens in the spring. When there's some fruit on the vine and leaves that are on the tree. Now, don't miss this. And although the fruit is on the vine, it's not ready to be harvested yet. It needs one last burst of energy. Help me, Holy Ghost. And if you pick it too soon, you'll miss your season. First rain was a hard rain that softens the ground. And here comes what Peter says in Acts 2 is the latter rain. That comes when there's some fruit on the tree. Limbs and leaves are beginning to bloom, but it's not ready yet. God's got to send another rain. And this latter rain comes to give you one last burst energy to take you over the finish line to help you get through what you're coming through first rain help you get in it second rain help you come somebody ought to clap those Holy ghost hands I'm hearing the Lord shake as I prepare to close this message uh, that you are now in a position. Uh, there's some seed in the ground and I see some fruit on the vine but you're not ready yet. I've got to send one more rain. I've got to send the ladder rain that's going to give you the energy to get through what you're going through. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, I, I feel the ladder rain tell your neighbor, I'm almost there. I'm this close to my breakthrough. I need one more push. I need one more push. Push me, Lord. Somebody ought to help me demonstrate. Stand to your feet and say, push me, Lord. Get ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready. The good news, the good news is that the drought is over. The good news is that the drought is over. I can see some fruit on the tree. God is getting ready to bless you in this season of harvest like you've never been blessed before look at somebody and say it's almost time it's almost time now throw those hands up and say lord let it rain let it let it let it let it let it rain anybody that wants the reign of god on your life leave your seat and come to this altar put a praise on it you got about 30 seconds to give god your tell somebody say get ready for your turnaround say get ready for your turnaround say get ready for the rain say it is about to rain in your life rain with blessings rain with good health rain with finances about to happen James chapter 5 and verse 7 says like any good farmer we must be patient and wait on the latter rain see if God just would have quit after the first rain and seed would still be in the ground but there would be no fruit that would be ready to harvest He's sending some rain in our lives. Look at somebody and say, Get ready for the turnaround. Say, Get ready. The drought is almost over. It's almost harvest time. Get ready. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Paul. Martin wrote this real simple song, not many words, but so powerful, open the floodgates of heaven, let it rain, let it, let it rain, come on praise team, Ooh, yeah. somebody God's speaking to right now, open uh, Yeah. floodgates, <laughs> Of heaven. Saint Anthony. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let it rain. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody else meet us at this altar. Let it rain. You know that you're going through a dry season. God says, I'm about to turn it around. Open Come on. Woo. Yeah, yeah. My uh, of heaven. Uh, let it rain. Let it rain. Ooh. Lift those hands and just wave those hands before let the Lord. Rain. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Ooh. Day let it rain. rain. Let it rain. Do it, Lord. I need you to do something. I let it Let it, let it. Let it rain. Come on, come on, church. Let it rain. Open with say open. Woo! Let it rain. Lord, let it let it rain. Let it rain. Anybody's running. He's about to turn around your dry season. On this bed. Go ahead, Brother Anthony. Come on. Oh, play it, play it, Anthony. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. have been there we've had our dry seasons we've had our moments in which we were so hurt we wanted to give up (laughs) but god says don't you give up because i'm about to turn it around i'm about to send the early rain that's gonna pound the dirt in the hard place loosen up the ground so that when your seed falls in it seed can survive the ground and then just before the harvest whoo, I'm going to send the latter rain I'm going to send the spring ring that's going to rain on your fruit rain on your vineyards and going to get you ready for the blessing that God has for you Now, I don't know what season this is for somebody. Some of you may be in the fall season and you're going through the hard rain. And some may be in the spring season and God says, I'm giving you one last push. But regardless of where you are, I'm here to tell you that it's raining. It's raining. Tell somebody it's raining. God's doing something that only God can do. Close those eyes. Put your hands right here on your hearts. Woo! Do it, Lord. Ooh. Come on and tell them to do it. Ooh. Ooh. Open. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's, raining. it's raining. It's raining. Do it, Lord. Send it. Send it. Send it. Send it. Send it. Send it. It's raining. Send it. Send it. It's yeah, yeah. Few more, a few more seconds. Close your eyes and hands on your heart. And God. Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. God's doing something so right now. No uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ooh. It's Listen. Ooh. Wherever you are, whatever you're going through, God says, I'll never give up on you. You need a relationship with God. You are in church. To those of you that are viewing by way of internet, you you are listening. You're listening by way of radio. You you are one step closer. But here's the question Are you ready to take that next step? Some of you, God has been speaking to you for weeks and months. God has been saying, "I'm ready." After the eight o'clock service, I was told of this young man who stopped one of our brothers, Brother Jonathan, young millennial guy. He says, "Man, I'm ready to give my life to the Lord. I'm ready for God to turn it around." And I say, "Thank you, Lord," because see what 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 the enemy would tell you is that the younger generation are, they're drying up with their spiritual walk with the Lord but I've come to serve notice on the enemy that he is a liar that your sons and your daughters will prophesy that's what the Bible says And sometimes God has to soften up the ground before the fruit can come out and when the fruit began to blossom he has to send the latter rain some of you he's sending that last push he's saying to you make this your day Make this your moment. Now after we pray this prayer to those of you that want to take that step, maybe you want to recommit your life to the Lord, maybe you want to join the church, or you, you want to commit to something greater than yourself. Ooh. See, if you don't have God on your side, the drought will wipe you out. <laughs> I've seen, I'm, I'm looking on the faces of some young people who've been through so much. I see this beautiful young couple that's still in church, and I was, I was there with you guys when you buried your newborn. And even part of me was wondering, Lord, bless them that they'll be able to smile again. And I'm so proud of you guys. I'm so proud of you. I've seen you here every week. It could have been so easy to give up on God. All of us have gone through our dry seasons And the enemy tells us we have no reason to still trust God. But the devil is a liar. And Shana and Grant, God says, it's going to rain again. God says, I'm going to do something that only God can do. Is there anybody right now that's expecting God to do something great? Close those eyes. After this prayer. If you're ready to take that next move, I'll meet you at this altar to say, here we are, Lord. We're ready to take that move, to get closer to you, to commit to something greater than ourselves. Lord, we thank you. We bless you. We thank you for this sixth message in this series that simply said, let it rain. You've promised us not just the early rain, But you've promised us the latter rain. The early rain softens up what the enemy had hardened. But the latter rain puts your touch on it. Puts the finish in touch. Gives us that last burst of energy. That we can come through what we're coming through. Have your way, Lord. Do it right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you in advance. For what you're doing turn somebody's life around some young person Lord some older person whoever they may be right now remind them it's never too late you can reign in their lives and do it right now this is our prayer and in your name we pray and give thanks and to those that know it is already done That God has already worked it out. Say amen. Say amen. Look at somebody and say, it's raining. And tell them it's raining. If you want to join the church, if you want to commit your life to the Lord, meet me at this altar. I'll wait right here for you. God is calling you. Let this be your moment. It's raining. It's raining. God bless you. You don't have to cry no more. You don't have to cry anymore if you're here. Come on. Let God God step in your life wherever you are right now. Come on, if you want to give your life to the Lord, step down, walk down. Somebody, God says, I'm doing it for you. Wherever you are, God's calling you, it's raining. I I don't know what you're going through, but tell somebody it's raining. Wave those hands. You don't have to stay in a dry place. You don't have to stay in that dry place. If God is calling you today, Come on, God is calling you right oh, now. Oh, it's re- oh, re- Yeah, yeah. It's come on and open oh, those raining. hands. it's raining. Ooh. Oh, it's raining. It's raining. Well, ooh, listen. It's raining. Just before we leave, I want to do something ooh. on today at three o'clock. We're going to a place. Uh, anyone that wants to come. She's walking down the aisles right now. She's coming. Somebody, come on, look at God. Come on, somebody, look. Young lady, it it took courage for you to do that. It took courage for her to do that. Amen. Oh, it's raining. Look, tears. Rain over me, oh God. Everybody, point your hands this way. Say, turn it around, Lord. She's giving her life to the Lord with her baby in her arm. Come on, let's celebrate right now. It's raining. Are there any young ladies in here that, come on, ever had to raise a child and God gave you the sin? Come on and bless this young lady. Just somebody in any, any, anybody in here, I just want, come on, somebody stand with her. That's right. Other women, come on, stand around her right now. It's raining. Look, it's raining. Told me to do this. Come on. All these women went through what you went through, baby. And God turned it around for them. God can turn it around for you. Clap your hands, by the way. Come on, it's raining. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Look at all of these godly witnesses. Give God a hand of praise as we take her right in the back of the Come on, come on, look at God, Elder Jennifer, we're going to assign some of these young ladies to her, and somebody's going to mentor you through this, listen, This, this brother that we're going to today, we visited him before, but God laid it on my heart, you can be seated.